Now, uh, Nicholas Winding Redfin's film Drive has probably been one of the most important for me on this show uh, since it came out as it opened the door to a whole aesthetic, really. Italians do it better label and chromatics music. And Ryan Gosling as an actor who's got a pe- almost peerless body of work from the year 2000 up until the present day. His shot selection has been absolutely outstanding. Take anomalies like The Notebook out of the equation, which is one of the only films like that he made. And everything else has been absolutely fantastic. And he has been really good in... And he's just risen and risen without having to do anything showy anywhere. Um, And this is kind of the de facto sequel to that movie. Um, It's in a very similar style. It's called Only God Forgives. Very stylized, very mood-based. Another outstanding soundtrack by Cliff Martinez, um, who soundtracked the original, along with uh, submissions by Johnny Jules, Chromatics and Desire and so on. It's set in Bangkok. Um, it's quite interesting watching that back-to-back with the Australian film uh, Wish You Were Here, set in Cambodia. Um, it's set in Bangkok, and Ryan Gosling is the one of the head of a gangster family in the city, and his brother is a particularly awful human being and goes out and, well, rapes and murders a young girl deliberately. And upon them come a cop played by Vithaya Pansringram, Garm, sorry, who I'm sure is a prominent Thai actor, so I shouldn't have got that wrong. Um, and he plays someone called Chang, but he's also known as the Avenging Angel. And he is a particularly potent policeman with no mercy shown for any wrongdoing. Uh, for instance, he lets the father of the uh, young girl who'd been working as a prostitute beat Ryan Gosling's brother to death at the start of the film, but then actually chops the guy's arm off for letting her work as a prostitute in the first place. It's that he's that hardline, and from that point on, Kristen Scott Thomas as uh, Ryan Gosling's mother and the mother of the slang gangster arrive in ba- arrives in Bangkok and wants to set about uh, avenging her son's death, which Ryan Gosling's character called Julian, funnily enough, unusually. For movies, if you've been called Julian your whole life, you'll know the preponderance for TV and movie producers to only call characters who are gay in films or TV Julian. Uh, in this case, it's not for once. Um, he's uh, he's reluctant to take any action on his brother's death because he knows what his brother did was so morally wrong. Now, no one has disputed that this soundtrack and the sound on the movie is absolutely fantastic or that the cinematography and the soundtrack again is by Cliff Martinez who did the instrumental passages on Drive and he's been in a whole heap of bands throughout his career as well or the cinematography by Larry Smith is stunning and it looks and feels and sounds amazing but people have ravaged it for being empty, preposterous, pretentious, not being anything at all, having no substance, being unnecessarily misogynistic, graphically violent. It's got some strong violence in it, some very strong violence. Um, And a whole host of reasons. And I was confused in myself once I'd seen it whether I would really like it or whether I just liked it. And I knew I liked it. But I mentioned with the movie Trance about watching films again. And I put audio clips together. And I had my headphones on sort of watching the movie and getting an audio grab that I could use it's not easy because there's so little dialogue in the film and so little dialogue that doesn't contain extreme swearing. So I ended up watching a few clips 
And even watching those clips cemented in me the absolute desire to immediately watch the film again, even though it is slow and ponderous, it's actually quite short. It's only 90 minutes long. And I think the people that have really come unstuck with uh, this movie, Only God Forgives, are the people that are trying to get some sort of satisfaction out of it as a gangster movie. It just won't be there. It's too limited in what it's trying to offer in regards to a traditional gangster movie. Um, even compared to Drive, the substance is very lacking and there are only a tiny amount of characters in it. And not even that many scenes. Um, and the dialogue has been heavily criticised as being unreal. Um, and the other thing is that he dedicated the film to the legendary filmmaker Alejandro Jodorowsky, whose uh, two 1970s films, El Topo and The Holy Mountain, are masterpieces and also two of the most bizarre films ever made. They are truly, truly wonders and works of art that go beyond cinema uh, that's been made by anyone else. This film doesn't come close at all. But where I kind of do get a lot of satisfaction out of this film is when I relate more to the Southeast Asian filmmakers that are surrounding the uh, Bangkok location. For instance, Ishii the Killer, the uh, Takeshi Miyake film, which caused an awful lot of controversy, um, it has similarities to this in the... Basically, Ryan Gosling's character, to me, seems to be a very conflicted individual battling morality and the film works best as a morality play and you have this avenging angel cop chang who's merciless he's not a nice guy he's a brutal brutal person but only acts out of moral uh, uh, compounding and you've got this devil character by played by Kristen scott thomas who's his mother who's very needling and very manipulative and trying to get him to do the wrong thing all the time and the whole movie is about ryan gosling's path and which path he is being lured down to take. Um, he's obviously been a very bad man in the past, and he is looking for redemption and salvation. And much like the um, uh, Kakihiro in uh, Ishii the Killer, who seeks out Ishii as this uh, mythological killer who's so far above him, as somebody that can provide him with some sort of answer to his questions on the inside. And the other films are the ones by Takeshi Kat Kitano or Takeshi Beat Takano, who's who did a masterpiece called Hannah B, and whose latest film was Outrage, and it's got that very stillness that these Japanese filmmakers have, um, both of them being Japanese filmmakers, where a lot of it is based around the thoughts around what's going on, whereas the stillness on the character's face, and the, it kind of like revolves around that stillness, and it reminded me of his films like Sonantine and uh, Hannah Bai. And the other one was a South Korean film called Old Boy by Park Chan-woo. And that's a, another masterpiece from the last decade. Um, and it's, it's got that same sort of hyper-realness that Ishii the Killer and Old Boy have where reality isn't that grounded in it. And it's kind of like there's a metaphor going on throughout the film as well. And it ends in a very strange place as well. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and actually rate it higher than I actually feel at the moment, purely because of how much better I felt about it once I started delving into it. So I'm going to give it 8.5 out of 10, which is a really high score, and I didn't really think it was worth it. But I'll have a look in a couple of months, or even after I've seen it again, and see if it actually is worth that. So yeah, Only God Forgives, very controversial, and will appeal to virtually no one but me. 8.5 out of 10.